Hi, I'm Zach, and welcome to the IB Voices podcast. In 2014, the IB began a curriculum change to enhance the Middle Years Program, or MYP, to make it better for students, easier for teachers, and more flexible for schools. In this episode of IB Voices, members of the Claremont Evaluation Center, Tara Kazam, Megan Mansfield, and Devin Larson discuss their findings from a multi-year research study examining the implementation of these changes and their positive impact. Let's dive in. So now we're going to talk about some of the findings that we had uh, that came out of our our evaluation project, and I'm going to have Devin get us started on that. Yeah, so over the course of three years, we were able to send surveys out to over 51,000 students and just under 7,000 NYP teachers and ask about their experiences implementing the NYP program within their schools and the experience the students had with that program. And throughout all three years, we found that teachers and students both reported that the NYP was implemented at a level that was meeting IB's expectations. 2017, 2018, 2019, it was all very, very similar, which showed that the schools were able and the teachers were able to pick up NYP implementation quickly and then maintain a solid level of implementation from that on out. Yeah, so we didn't see any implementation dips, which can happen when um, people sort of regress back to what they did before, and we didn't really find any evidence of that, which is a good thing. Um, And over the course of the years, we did find that teachers became more confident in their ability to implement the curriculum and the program. And our qualitative data definitely supports what we found in the surveys. And the thing that teachers struggled with, though, was finding times to do things that were outside of their own classrooms, so things like having to collaborate with other teachers at their schools or um, things like going into the community. Um, So these would have been things like vertical articulation or um, interdisciplinary units. Those were sometimes a bit more of a struggle for teachers to find time to do that. And this is supported by the survey data as well. Across the board, in all three years, teachers oftentimes reported meeting certain aspects of the IP program MIP program better than other aspects and anything that involved collaboration was more difficult and less likely to be implemented. Yeah and the schools where um, teachers were really able to do that well were schools that really set aside time like within like normal working hours to devote to that kind of planning. What were some of the things that were implemented particularly well that, that emerged from both the surveys and from the various case studies conducted? Yeah, so teachers oftentimes reported, I think, first and foremost, various, everything around the approaches to learning strategy, which was one of the NYP strategies. Across the board, teachers seem to prioritize teaching using this strategy in their classroom, as well as the concept-driven teaching in the global context strategies. They were, these strategies are strategies that are very easy for teachers to apply within their classroom to their students uh, without having to reach out to other teachers and they didn't need as much support from the schools and so they were the first things to be implemented. Yeah, I think global context was really strong, at least in the case study data, was very well implemented and it was a big focus on schools and I think it was pretty consistent with previous iterations of the MYP, so it was familiar to implement. And then, Um, But I do think um, teachers who taught like the sciences or maths sometimes had more difficulty implementing a variety of global contexts into their teaching 
and concept-driven teaching we found during interviews with teachers was really well liked by teachers. Um, they really valued it because it gave them a lot of flexibility and the opportunity to do something that students are really interested in, that they're interested in, and get everyone really into whatever they're learning. Now, this isn't to say that there weren't teachers who were working collaboratively with other teachers. There were many teachers that were implementing the both vertical articulation as well as interdisciplinary planning in their schools. For sure. Some schools really implemented NYPD really well, and other schools seemed to struggle a little bit. It just seemed that the strategies that were implemented first um, and oftentimes were continuously emphasized were those that teachers could implement in their own classrooms without needing to collaborate with others. Mm. That's good to know. So what would you say were some of the main findings or outcomes that emerged from uh, this evaluation process? Yeah, so among um, the, the many things we measured, we focused a lot on this student learner profile. IB is trying to develop a certain type of student. The student is someone who is actively engaged within their community, is thinking on more of a global level, uh, has this international mindedness. Um, and is pushing for this lifelong learning process. Uh, education does not end when they finish the MYP. And they're also prepared for the future learning process. And so generally we found positive effects on each of these uh, students that go through MYP were, it did impact their student learner profile, as the IB likes to call it. Um, they did become more active in their community, more internationally minded, and they were looking at learning for the foreseeable future in their whole lifetime. Yeah, and the case studies generally support that as well, but we did find with the case studies especially that schools that were more fully implementing the MYP next chapter as a full package that totally encompasses how their school operates, like those were the schools where students really embodied these learner profile characteristics. Thank you. So one of the things that I know a lot of people are potentially interested in is any recommendations or findings that they can use as they're thinking about MYP and its implementation and its outcomes. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about uh, what were some of the main things that emerged uh, from this study around that. Well, I think we found things both related to what IB can do and what schools and teachers can do. And for the purposes of this podcast, I think we'll focus on what schools and teachers can do, but worry not, we have definitely communicated to IB things they can do as well. Absolutely. Um, one of the first things that popped out as being incredibly important is the attitude students have toward their school. Um, we asked them questions about uh, whether it was difficult or easy, fun, and students that had more positive general attitudes about their school did better across the board in these outcomes that we looked at. Students that thought highly of their school were more likely to report tendency towards active community membership, thinking internationally, a desire to be lifelong learners and being more prepared for the future. And so really emphasizing within schools, anything they can do to increase students' attitude towards their school is very important. Yeah, and from the case studies, we found that students really appreciated um, when they felt like they could go to their teachers or other people in school to talk about um, their stress. Um, stress management was a predominant concern of students who are in the MYP. And students also appreciated when teachers were supportive of things that they were interested in learning about that may be outside what they're talking about in the classroom. So they 
that really contributes to the lifelong learning and students feeling supported in pursuing whatever thing they happen to be interested in. And when teachers can support that, that's really awesome. But we also, of course, the MIP is also sometimes stressful for teachers to implement as well. And so supporting teachers and providing them with opportunities to help manage their stress are also important. Some ways that schools have tried to address this is things like scheduling, collaboration, and planning days throughout the school year and that that occur during regular work days as opposed to outside of the work days. Some schools have selected particular components of the MYP to really focus on implementing and mastering together and also bringing in experts to help with mastering that. Schools that are able to implement the full IB package really seem to be doing the program successfully and um, the students seem to be getting the same message about all these different MYP pieces from all over. And so ways that schools can strengthen their whole school alignment of MYP implementation includes having accountability and support structures within the school that um, allow teachers to receive any supports they need about implementing and also getting continuous developmental support on these different strategies. Additionally, we it's very important to think about how we're pairing these strategies. So some of these teachers are um, implementing some strategies more than others and how the teachers pair the strategies together is very important for the students. The thing that jumps out most um, in the data that we have is the approaches to learning strategies seems very focused on helping students take charge of their own learning and increasing their academic outcomes. Um, there's a little bit of a reaction from the students there. Student, when teachers focus highly on this approach to learning, their attitudes towards their schools tend to dip a little bit, which shows a corresponding dip in uh, international mindedness, uh, the active community membership, this lifelong learning, these points of the student learner profile that we were looking at. But other strategies combat this. So for instance, the services action strategy, we found that as teachers focus on the services action strategy, students reported having much higher attitudes about their schools. They enjoyed what they were doing and therefore were more likely to be internationally minded, were more likely to be active in the community or, or push towards uh, lifelong learning. And therefore, as we bring together, as, as Megan was saying just a moment ago, uh, this whole IB package, as opposed to small individual pieces, students are gonna get a lot more out of it. That sounds really good. and. Uh... I just want to again thank you both for sharing uh, the insights from the reports and from all the data that's been collected. And I hope that for those that are listening to us today, uh, that uh, this was helpful information. Uh, this has been an amazing project for everyone that's involved. And, and Megan and Devin are only a small part of a very large team that was involved. Uh, we had over 14 individuals working on this project over the past three years and we were really excited and honored to participate in such a, an undertaking and uh, we're really also very excited to uh, hopefully produce information that is useful for both the teachers the administrators the schools and IB as they continue developing new programs and initiatives and with that again I just want to thank you again and um, hope you have a wonderful day for more information on this study, including a formal summary report, visit ibo.org research. There you can download a short PDF to share with your school. And thank you to Tarek, Megan, and Devin for their time. Thank you for listening and join us next time for more stories from our students, schools, educators, and more.